man Can't you hear me when I call Big boss man Can't you hear me when I call Can't you hear me when I call Well, you ain't so big this is episode 382 for August 2015, and the big boss man that Elvis is alluding to in this episode is the Kingpin. But before we get to this Friday Night Fight, I'd like to ask for your help and support to make sure more episodes like this come out in the future. And you can log on to our front page at spidermancrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side that says Support This Site Via PayPal, and you can help us pay the bandwidth costs that it takes to host 382 episodes up on our server. All right, gang, on with the fights. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our August Fight Club. George, we're going back to the 60s for this one. Mike. We are. We're going back to like uh, five years before I was born. Wow. And uh, very. I was not born at all. No, no, and very, very important things were happening to Spidey Brad even before we were born. Yes, sir, back in the 60s, big time. The, the two issues we're going to look at tonight were marked. Uh, a big change as far as the criminal underworld in New York, yes. or or they came right out, right at the end of it. But um, also, uh, it it kind of it, it starts on a it starts Harry. It's right at the beginning of of a, of a path that Harry's going to start off on, where Harry's going to eventually become the Green Goblin years later. Right. Uh, but that's not important to to what we're going to talk about tonight. Tonight we're talking about the Kingpin. Amazing Spider-Man number 51 and 52. Yes. The first appearance of the Kingdom. No, that was 50. Oh, it's sorry. The same, first, technically, same story. <laughs> right. First first fight between Spider-Man and the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then 50, of and, course, is the iconic yeah. Spider-Man no more, you know, yeah. where he stopped being Spider-Man for like three or four pages. Right. Uh, Put it in the trash can, <laughs> walk away. Yeah, yeah, and then Jonah finds it, or the guy f- finds the suit, gives it to Jonah, and then... Um, yeah. And then you had, uh, uh, you know, Jonah went on Johnny Carson with the suit, you know, and then uh, and then Spike, you know, Peter's walking home one night and sees a security guard getting jumped by some goons, and the security guard just happens to look like Uncle Ben. So Spider-Man's like, what am I doing? I have an obligation. Yeah. So in doing research for this, I want to share this with you. Uh, I pulled out my original issues, my 51 and 52, and I read them, and I, I didn't want to leave them around the house because, you know, sitting out, Ava would be like, oh, look, Spider-Man 51, I think I'll color it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I put them back in the lawn box to make them safe, and I, I read them last night. And as we record tonight, I'm like, ah, I wonder if I have these in Marvel Tales. So I went to my Marvel Tales, and I right, pulled out. Right, you can always replace those. I can always replace those. But uh, I, these are pretty old comics in itself. I've pulled these out, mm-hmm. Marvel Tales number 36 yeah. and number 37, and they were reprinted in 1972. And the coloring process looks a lot, even a lot better in 72 than it did in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't opened these in years. I, I think I bought these uh, at one of my first comic book uh, experiences because I opened up Marvel Tales number 36, and I opened it up, and... It, the idiot comic book store owner thought, you know what? I'm not going to invest in those stickers that you put on the front of bags. I'm going to write inside of the comic book in a light pencil and put dot .25, as in this is the 25-cent bin. You know what other bullshit I've seen? 
Wait a minute, I'm not okay. done yet. Hold on. As if that wasn't enough, the former owner of this book of Marvel Tales decided, you know what? I can't uh I can't understand or I can't comprehend by reading the fine print at the bottom what issue this is reprinting. I think I'm just gonna write at the very top that this reprints Spider-Man number 51 from 1967. Not only did the former owner of this comic book do that, he forgot the hyphen. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So I got two idiots writing on my front page. One, a comic book store owner that says, I'm going to put this in the quarter bin. I think I'll write that it's actually a quarter. And the other kid who says, you yeah, know, this reprints it. Anyway, that's just There was a, a couple times back in the uh, late 80s. And I was buying back issues, um, and uh, for whatever reason, whoever they bought it from, whatever store it was, had taken had had a stamp made with the store's name and address and everything else on it, and <laughs> stamped it right underneath the oh, indicia or right on the indicia on on the first yeah. page. Yeah. Open the cover. You know what? I just opened Marvel Tales 37, which is the second book group. This is from the same kid in the same store. He did it again in the other page. God Almighty. <laughs> God Almighty, man. God Almighty. And, and, and he's probably contributed to the gene pool. I guess he has. <laughs> I guess he, he, he probably has. went on to have kids. That's, That's sad. sad. All right. Let's get into it, sir. Let's get into it. All right. Well, to, you know, we always give context. Yes, What's sir. going on? We already talked a little bit about that. Spider-Man just quit. The criminal underworld thinks that Spider-Man is is no more. Yeah. They they don't know that he you know just came to the aid of a security guard because he was dressed as Peter and not as Spider-Man. Um, before there was a Wilson Fisk to try to take control of the underworld, there was a crime master. You remember the crime master? I do. Before the crime master, Brad, who was there? The master planner. Well, no. no. Yeah, but that's Dr. Octopus. I'm not counting him as far as the criminal underworld. I'm talking about Big Man. Oh, Big Man, yes. With, yes. Big Man and the Enforcers. You know, They were sort of like the, the first proto-criminal you know, criminal underworld. The mob, yeah. yeah. The mob before there was a kingpin, before there was a, mag, a magia, there were these other people. Mm-hmm. And so here we have the, the Big Man, so to speak, in a way, uh, playing a major part in this story. Uh, where the kingpin is trying to assert New York, because remember who Big Man is? Frederick Foswell. Frederick Foswell, who is a Daily Bugle yeah. reporter who then went to jail for, I don't know what, however many, he went to jail for being a criminal mastermind, and the jail term was like apparently really short. <laughs> he served his time, and I'm like, what, you mean like life? Or, you know, <laughs> he got out of jail, and Jonah gave him his job back. Yeah. So Frederick Foswell is in here. <laughs> Um, and, you know, Jonah's helping the reformed, you know? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> How do you have credibility like that afterward, you know? I don't know. Anyway. Um, because comics. Because comics, right. Yeah. So Kingpin is, is finally, uh, you know, tightening his grip on the criminal underworld. He's like, dude, Spider-Man's out of the picture. The city is mine. We're about, you know, we're, we're I'm taking it to the candy shop. <laughs> That's what Kingpin says. I'm, I'm taking this all to the candy shop. <laughs> Ticket to the game. So he sends his goons, including a gang led by toughest guy on the east side, Big Turk. <laughs> You've never heard glad of there, before, never will again. Glad there's a K at the end of that name instead of a yeah. D. What <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? What's up, Big Turd? I mean, Turk. <laughs> so uh sends them out there, and he's like, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to knock over the liquor stores. And the guys are like, yeah. dude, liquor stores? 
Yeah. This city is wide open. What are you talking about? He goes, like, ah, you're going to get out there and prove that you know how to operate. Do what I said. Get out there. And they're like, okay, liquor store robbery is coming up. You're well, the boss. Need some gin and juice. Unfortunately, these guys decide to rob a liquor store that just happens to have a newly reactivated Spider-Man in costume swinging right over it. Oh, the odds. Spider-Man jumps down, and Big Turk actually gets a couple of good hits in on him. But, I mean, Spider-Man's fighting like... It's probably only six guys, but like when when the panels keep going, it, it feels like it's like fifteen, yeah. twenty people. Right. You know, What's, it's it, huh? He's about to give him a karate chop. You see that pose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a big old karate chop on Spider-Man's back, but he hits him back in the face with a a bazook mm-hmm. sound effect. And, and then Big Turk and his uh, his right hand man speed away from the scene, and and Spider-Man leaves the you know the New York uh, cops to come and, and clean up like oh god several people <laughs> you know, off the street. Yeah. And uh, now, meanwhile, uh, back at the at the Kingpin's headquarters, you see that he's got Foswell held prisoner. Foswell actually tried to angle it when the Kingpin threatened him. Foswell's angle was, you know what? You've, you've impressed me. I'll let you work for me. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how Foswell decides the play needs to go. And the Kingpin is like, that's the Kingpin's like, that's funny. You're precious. That's just you're. You're cute. Yeah, that's real cute. I'm going to put you in a, in a room by yourself until I decide what to do with you. And uh, so the Kingpin, you know, he, he's still got Foswell. He brings Foswell out. He's like, look, you know, uh, you seem, you've done this before. I, I'm, you're somebody that I can use for information. But then Big Turk and his guy come in, and they're like, look, you said Spider-Man was out. Spider-Man's not out. We just got our asses handed to us. <laughs> I'm making stuff up now like J.R. <laughs> it's what happens when we do Spider yeah, History. Right? We embellish. We embellish. And uh, and he's like, uh, yeah. So we're not going back out there. We're not working for you. That's crazy. And so the Kingpin's like, I, let me check with Jesus. <laughs> and the Kingpin's like, I just check with Jesus, and Jesus says you're going to do whatever the hell I tell you to do. Right. Um, so a fight ensues. <laughs> Big Turk tries to take on the Kingpin, and the Kingpin beats the living crap out right. of Big Turk. Grab throws a throws him throws a punch. He blocks it with his hand. The kingpin I, does with the yeah. I, I want the fact of Zop. he grabs his hand. Kingpin <laughs> grabs this dude's fist yeah. because his hand is like twice the size of Big Turk's fist. And Big Turk is is, is like, oh, my fingers are squeezing them like they're nothing. Let me go. Let me go. You're the worst. Let me go. Like a, you know, like a little clown. Um, <laughs> back at the bugle, we have a first appearance of Robbie in one panel. That's not explained. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> if uh, that scene where we, where we go from there to Jonah's desk. If you hadn't noticed, that's Joe Robertson making his first ever, very first appearance, appearance with absolutely no setup. He's just there, and he's just there from there on. <laughs> he he has one line too. It goes, "Suppose we replace him with Ned Leeds." Mm-hmm. That's Joe. They're Robertson's talking about replacing first. Foswell. Yeah. So uh, you have a lot of other stuff happening here uh, that you know we always do, we don't really cover all the stuff that goes on in, in between the fights like you know Peter or and, and Gwen or Gwen and MJ cat fighting because that happens like in every damn issue. There's a panel in this issue with one of the prettiest looking Romita's Mary Janes. Mm-hmm. She is just beautiful in this one panel where you have um, Gwen Stacy and Harry in the. Oh, well, you could always tell who Romita liked drawn more. Oh, yeah, man. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> so uh, Spider-Man happens to, um, or Peter's on his moped. This is back in the moped days, remember? He had that little yeah. scooter. 
and um, happens to be swinging by and sees uh, <coughs> people who are clearly organized uh, crime types about to knock over a posh club, uh, a gentlemanly club, you know, some sort of supper club it looks like, a restaurant or something, mm-hmm. some sort of lounge. And so here we have our second time in this issue of Peter, or, or pardon me, Spider-Man, beating the living crap out of uh, out of mob goons. I mean, he he's all over, he's on them like white on rice. Yeah, you know they don't even have a chance. He's kicking guys, he's throwing guys against the wall, he's punching and everything. But then one of the guys grabs like a stun grenade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throws that out in the mix, and Peter's like, you know what? I got so caught up in beating ass. That uh, that I, I I didn't have time to get out of the way of this uh, grenade that goes off. Yeah. So rather than try to kick his ass while he's on the ground, they run because they're smart. <laughs> and uh, and Spidey manages to get a spider tracer on one of them and uh, manages to to stop the building from imploding on itself while while uh, while the Mater D's yelling at him the entire time. He, no respect. Right. Tell you what, he's the danger field of the Marvel oh, Universe. He is. He's lift. He's holding up the building, and the maitre d's give him. Oh, I've had a real rough day, you know. Hey, you know, oh. I, <laughs> I told my wife, you know, hey, I thought we should talk more during sex, so she called me from the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a rough night. Yeah. <laughs> I love Dangerfield. So, uh, so then the kingpin uh, has his goons. Uh, Go in and arrest Jameson because Jameson and, and the Bugle is making a big fuss about all the crime work going on. Yeah. So the, the Kingpin's like, you know what? My my life would be a lot easier if this clown wasn't around. So we, we should probably kidnap him in broad daylight and have him brought here. Back when newspapers swayed so many opinions. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> there was no television news, 24-hour news cycle. Right. Back in 67, newspapers is where it's It reminds going. me of a time. Back in the day. No, this was six, seven years ago. The Dallas Morning News, which is the, the paper here locally, uh, which I don't get because it's a leftist rag. Um, <laughs> and they called. I live in an apartment, first of all. Yeah. And they called one day saying, yeah, uh, we're, we're going to be in the neighborhood setting up uh, subscriptions for the paper. And I was like, I would never buy your leftist rag. <laughs> That's a direct quote. Yes, I, I told him that. I said, "Look, this is not personal. It's not against you. There's no way in hell I will ever buy your paper." <laughs> and they were like, "Well, how do you, you know?" They, the person on the phone was a little incensed. They were like, "Well, how do you get your news?" And I'm like, "I get it online like 17 hours before you guys print it." <laughs> I'm sorry, They're- you're obsolete. At that point, an average sell- uh, salesman would have would have given up. No, he. Yeah, I bet you he didn't. No, eventually I told him, I said, look, you can read from your script all day. I'm not going to buy this. Uh, you know, that's yeah. Poor guys just trying to sell a paper. Right. I mean, was, I told him it wasn't personal, but I was like, you know, yeah. same thing I tell the Verizon people, or I told them for years whenever I had to deal with them. Uh, the, the worst customer experience I ever was like with uh, Time Warner Cable. Oh, God. Yeah. God. Anyway, we're getting off. Yeah. Track. Anyway, Spider-Man. Uh, so, so they arrest Jonah. They got Jonah. He's blindfolded in the he's, Kingpin's he's office. Blindfolded. They bring him back, but then Spider-Man tracks tracks the the earlier thug that he'd throw the spider tracer on back to Kingpin's lair, back to back to his penthouse office. And that spider tracer is right on the criminal's right ass cheek. It, 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 <laughs> well, it's right on his coat. But okay, Brad, if you want to be prudent. It's on his ass cheek. <laughs> it's on his. It's on the back of his coat. It's like on the tail of his coat. It's not on his ass. <laughs> God Almighty! The, 
<laughs> Everyone listening to this now is like, I feel so sorry for George. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they're that's saying. The <laughs> Go ahead. So, uh, so Spidey flashes the spider signal into Kingpin's office. Ooh. What, what's the thing you always do when something's risque? There That's you go. not it at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and please never try it again because it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. When you do it, it sounds like a like a. <laughs> I sound like Chewbacca. <laughs> it sounds like a medicated whippoorwill when you do. It. <laughs> it didn't sound like Chewbacca. What the hell is that? That was Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca down in San Francisco, maybe. <laughs> What the hell are you doing over there? Oh, Joe? my God. Okay. All right. I, I got a bad feeling about this. Yes. So, anyway, they jump, uh, or the goons. I'm Go ahead. Done. See, you do it to me all the time. Go ahead. How's it feel? How do you like them apples? Spider Man flashes the spider signal down into Kingpin's office. And so the goons jump up to go after Spider-Man, and uh, there's some there's some webbing that happens. He webs uh, like uh, three of them right off the bat, and then yeah. jumps on them and starts beating the hell out of them. Because it's not enough to just web guys now. No, you've got to web them and start kicking the crap out of them. These are just normal goons, yeah. you know. But then things get real because Telly Saval, I mean the Kingpin, <laughs> comes out of the office waving his old man stick, which is you know you remember what this thing is called his his cane. Uh, you know, he he called it something in the very beginning of the issue, and I, I didn't remember it at the time. They don't always say the name. It's the Obliterator Cane. Yeah, the Obliterator Cane. He doesn't really use that much. Well, Spider-Man breaks it here. Well, I know, but he, he does have a cane often. Yeah. When you see him, but I don't remember it being a weapon. Like he it usually is uses it on normal people who can't dodge it. Right. You know, and, and in that case, it's a much more fearsome weapon. Again, Spider-Man, not so much. And, uh, to Spider-Man, it's like... Oh hey, you look out! You you have a pop gun, crack! You had a pop gun. <laughs> you know that, that's how that goes. Yeah. So Kingpin barges out, shoots at Spidey. Spidey dodges, comes back down, kicks Kingpin in the face. Cane goes flying. He kicks him again. He cracks the cane with his right hand. But, mm. but, Big it's punch. a close quarters fight. And and the Kingpin is a lot stronger and a lot faster than Spider-Man thinks. Spider-Man, when he first sees him, thinks, oh, hey, look, Chubbs McGee is coming to beat me down. Yeah. And the Kingpin is like, oh, hey, this is all, you know, this is all, this muscle, is all muscle, and I'm actually pretty fast. And so he hits Spider-Man real hard in the center, and Spider-Man is like kind of reeling. He's like, wow. It was a huge punch to the guy. It was. And then Spider-Man backs up, yeah. and he's like, helpless, you're not. Even even with the air knocked with the wind knocked out of him, he's still quipping. Uh, Kingpin grabs him by the foot and starts he, and yeah. starts swinging him around like he's a rag doll. And that is fast if you can catch Spider Man. It is. It, I mean, that's fast. It is, and it's you know it's a, it's a, it's a there was one time uh, in Fight Club we were talking about something involving the Flash. I think it, yeah, it was the Flash. It was uh, Flash versus War War Hulk, right? Okay. And uh, and I pointed out that as flash as the or as fast as the flash is, the flash can, could still be caught by Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd once reached out and grabbed him by the foot, you know. And I was like, if, <laughs> dude, if Grodd can do it, the Hulk can do it. Right. And then uh, that's why I won that pretty uh, pretty pretty sound. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so he, he grabs Spidey by the leg, 
swings him into a wall. Spidey is like, dude, I'm I'm really getting the, the crap kicked out of me, right? And uh, and but he leaps up and he pins Kingpin against the wall. Kingpin lets out, you know, he suddenly he turns into the Joker. <laughs> shoots out some kind of you know knockout gas from his brooch on his suit, and Spidey's down. Yeah, Spidey's just down, and Kingpin's gloating over him, and that's the end of, of issue fifty-one. Bam! Yeah. Right, he is down. Round one, Brad. Round one, Kingpin, Kingpin. baby. No doubt. All right, so we move on. Uh, we go ahead and, and flip over to um, ASM fifty-two from uh, September sixty-seven. By the way. Yeah. I don't think I mentioned the name of the last one. It was in the clutches of the Kingpin. Of course, at this time in history, it's done by uh, by Stan Lee and, and John Romita. Here in issue 52, it is To Die a Hero, again by Stan Lee and John Ringading Romita, as he's called uh, in the credits <laughs> for this issue. Yeah. I still prefer Jazzy Johnny Romita, or, or you know, I was like, that well, rings better. Yeah. But Ringading Romita is just as good. Well, Ringading is perfect for a fight club. Right. Ding 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 ding. Yep. So uh, okay, so we move on here. We're we're looking at uh, at issue fifty two. It's got that uh, another iconic moment uh, cover moment with Love where, where you've got Jameson and Spider Man. You know they're they're shackled and bound to some sort of apparatus in the floor, and they're being you know while while the chamber is filling with water. Yeah. You know this is another moment that that Spider fans remember. Yep. So they're they're carrying an unconscious Spider Man, and why Kingpin never pulls his mask off. I'll never know. But they're carrying an unconscious Spider-Man and, and, and a freaking out Jonah Jameson down to uh, Kingpin's dungeon, because you have those in New York, <laughs> um, to tie them up to this uh, metal rack thing to leave them to drown in a room that starts filling up with water. It's straight out of the 1960s back. Oh, it is. It is. <laughs> and uh, there's even a guy you know, like working the wheel to release the pressure yeah. on the wall and everything, and Kingpin's got his... Uh, you know his cigarette and everything. You know with the yeah. with the cigarette holder and everything. Just looking boss, like a boss. <laughs> and uh, you know, so Jonah, P, you know, Peter's still unconscious. Jonah's freaking out. Wake up! Well, you know, suddenly the guy he hates is the only like a you know a guy that can save him. Yeah. So he's yelling at Spider Man, and Spider Man starts to web a dome over him, and and Jonah's like, "Oh, you're you're crazy. You're you're not even thinking straight. What are you doing?" And you know, of course, Spider Man's creating a dome to save the air to save their lives. But, you know, it's Jonah, and he's special. <laughs> so, uh, so Spidey saves him with, with, that, uh, with that web dome, and as soon as the Kingpin's goons rush in thinking that they're drowned, he jumps them, kicks their asses real hard. Yeah. And then he and Jonah escape, uh, escape their, their erstwhile death chamber. Uh, Spider-Man fights even more goons. It's like the Kingpin has always has an unending army of goons that can just pop out of nowhere, you know. <laughs> and uh, and then Jonah runs off because probably wor- probably worst job in the Marvel universe being a Kingpin goon. Not only do right. the superheroes beat up on you, but your boss does too. Right? What's the yeah. what's the uh, the health plan like? I don't know, man. Do you think Kingpin offers health care? Probably not. No. Probably not. Yeah. But they've probably got a mob doctor that'll see him for free, though. Yeah, even the night nurse is like, damn, I get a lot of these guys. Yeah, the night, <laughs> that, that, she had to create a, like a separate waiting room for Kingpin guys. <laughs> She's got night nurse urgent care for Kingpin goons. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so Jonah runs off, um, winds up knocking himself out, of, you know, hitting his head on a pipe. Yeah. And then uh, Spidey escapes, tries to track down the penguin, who is about to kill Frederick Foswell with his bare hands. 
The penguin? The penguin? Does he have the penguin? You said the penguin. <laughs> he looks like the penguin. Well, that's, 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 that's kind of the role he's playing here. I mean, you know, the, ah. the kingpin's been the like the mob boss or, or one of the mob bosses in Gotham, kind of. Well, I was talking about 66 Batman. Is what yeah, I, I guess that's what did it. Good catch, the penguin. Brad gets a, Brad gets a no prize. Uh, there you go. So, so Kingpin's about to kill Foswell, and Spider-Man busts in and says, Hands off, Tubby. You're yeah. going to need your strength for Spider-Man. Yeah, baby. Uh, about this time, Flash gets back from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody is saying hi to Flash. Hey, hi. Flash is home. Yay. Uh, I hear you're going to get a symbiote in a few years and go into space and be a space knight. Woo! No one, no one says that to him. I know that. All right, I'm, make, I'm making shit up like Jr. does. Go the ahead. Flash gets back from Vietnam, <laughs> and that's actually a big thing. It is. All right, yeah. so uh, back to the Kingpin's lair. The Kingpin and Spider-Man. Again, remember a lot of these early Ramita stories had Spider-Man just standing next to a guy going toe to toe with his fists. Yeah, dude. And that's what, that's a lot of what we have here with the Kingpin. And the, the Kingpin is not as strong as Spider-Man. But he's fast, and he's a better fighter. He's he's got more training yep. as as a natural fighter than than Peter will ever have. Yep. And he's while he's not as strong as Spider Man, he's pretty damn strong. He's not weak. And he, you know he he's using pressure points here. You can see where where Ramita's using a, a knowledge of basic wrestling techniques. I mean, he's like you know yeah. he's using his wrists and and you know bending his hands as leverage in some of these panels. And while he's not even saying it, what he's doing, you can just tell from I mean, that's exactly what he's doing. You know, yeah. it's pretty brutal. You know, and, and Foswell, meanwhile, grabs a gun and is and is going to get out of the room and try to find Jameson, while Spider Man and the Kingpin just beat the hell out of one another. Spider, you know, Spider Man hits him. You got one of those great moments where Spider Man's, you know, like got his feet, you know, adhered to the roof and he's fighting upside down. Yeah. But then uh, he knocks uh, Kingpin on his ass. But while he, even when he knocks Kingpin on his ass, Kingpin manages to throw him to the floor. No doubt. Real hard. And Spider-Man's like reeling, you know? Yep. And so Wilson Fisk decides, dude, this is not going well. i got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Runs off, gets into some sort of Dr. Evil pneumatic tube. <laughs> you know, and Spider-Man's going to go after him. He, it's like he's like, oh, i only got two issues in this appearance. i got to get the hell exactly. out of here. The issue's almost over, is the way I exactly. read it. So, he, you know, it, the bookcase where the pneumatic tube is hidden behind is closing. Spidey runs over to grab the thing to pull it apart so we can follow down and gets electrocuted because it's booby-trapped. <laughs> Remember the first time we covered a kingpin fight? Remember we talked about that? Uh, Spider- like 197? Yeah, Spider-Man jumped up and, like, you know, clung to the roof and then found out the, the roof was electrified. Yeah. Remember we had that whole riff about, you know, like, if, if you're the electrician doing that, do you ever question it? You're like, you, you sure you want this wall to have a, have a live current there, Mr. Fisk? <laughs> yeah, yes, kind of I do. Are you questioning me? I have other electricians. Right, so the guy sets it up, and then the kingpin hasn't killed. Um, exactly. <laughs> so it's booby-trapped, and so Spider-Man tries to go a different route to try to find, you know, try to find the kingpin or try to find Jameson, you know, and rescue him. Um, but the the Kingpin's goons have caught up with Foswell and with Jameson, and in his last act, Foswell takes a bullet for Jonah. I know. In his last act, the big man, one of Spider-Man's earliest villains from issue number 10, takes a bullet, takes lead for Jonah, and is killed. Exactly. And And Jonah, you know... 
Jonah later on is going to tell the cops or or tell Ned Leeds who shows up at the end, you know, give give him all the credit, big big heroes, you know, last hurrah for for Foswell on our paper. Oh, and by the way, screw Spider Man, <laughs> uh, you know. So here at yeah. the end of the day, you know, round one went to went to the Kingpin. Round two technically would go to Spidey because he fought the Kingpin to the point that the Kingpin ran away. But in the end, the Kingpin gets away to keep being the mob boss of New York. Yeah. You know, he doesn't get captured. And Foswell's dead. So it's not a total win for Spidey. So I'm going to call this one a draw. I would agree. I'm going to call this one a draw. And, and again, it underscores what a lot of people, I think, have forgotten and didn't realize again until... Um, you know, oh, who wrote that issue after after the unmasking with uh, with Peter and uh, and the Kingpin? Uh, Straczynski. Was that, are you talking about you talking about the big fight, Ron Garney? Yeah, he was yeah. in a black suit. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, yeah, and Peter threatened to web his, web his esophagus up. Yeah, okay. He was brutal in that. We should review that. Ah, we really should. That was <laughs> that was a great. Kingpin is a great Spider-Man and dead Daredevil. He, Almost he, a Deadpool. He's, he's a better Daredevil villain, I think. I, I agree. Because Daredevil has a harder time fighting him. But the thing is, Spider-Man, even being as, as more powerful and faster, he still has a problem fighting him. The Kingpin is never an easy win, ever. No, he shouldn't no, be. No, he shouldn't be. He's a Kingpin of crime. And that's why he's one of the best villains ever. Thank you, uh, Stan Lee and Johnny Romita. No doubt. He is still appearing in issues uh, to this day. Yep. Oh man, and and played excellent by uh, D'Onofrio in the Daredevil Netflix. Show. And and you know we talked earlier about this is a big time in Spider-Man. You know yeah. we had just had the iconic "I Quit for Four Pages" uh, cover. Uh, Robbie's first appearance. Foswell dies. Foswell's been around since you know the first year of the book. Flash yeah. gets back from Vietnam. Kingpin's the undisputed king of New York crime. You know it's a big issue, or it's a big uh, big story. 